ladies. You're listening to the Gift of Life podcast, which is a space used to create dialogue and to share the lives of women through discussions, stories, interviews, etc. to help women know and find their purpose in this world while connecting with God, themselves, their bodies, and other beautiful women. We are all sisters in this world and have been blessed with the gift of life. Welcome back to the Gift of Life podcast. On today's episode, I'm really excited to begin sharing about syncing your cycle with your workouts. So on a previous episode, we did talk about the importance of nutrition and how syncing that nutrition to your cycle can bring about a lot of benefits for your health. Um, The more that you learn about your body, the more that you learn about your health and you're documenting what's going on with your body throughout the month, the better you'll be able to um, really hear what your body needs. You can hear what she needs, you can see what's missing, and it allows you to be a little bit more consistent with the things that you know that are promoting your health. And to refrain from some of the activities and, you know, foods um, and just the overall things you do throughout the month that aren't benefiting your body, you can see them a lot clearer. Um, I know just for myself, for example, I had some changes in the past two months and she is not happy. (laughs) My body is not happy and she's making it very known and so I had to incorporate a little bit more vegetables into my diet this week and just do some light workouts um, and just stay consistent with my walks um, because I noticed that she wasn't happy (laughs) and if my body's not happy, I know within the next month or two, I'm going to be in that boat of not being happy either with just how I'm seeing my, um, how I'm seeing my body respond. So I'm just trying to stay focused and stay on top of that. And so you notice things a lot quicker when you're paying attention. (laughs) And so that's what these podcasts are about. They're just to help you um, become more mindful and begin to see your body for what it is, um, which is, you know, a place, a vessel for you to live and thrive and feel good in. So I hope that um, you're taking these episodes as, you know, just some advice and things that you can begin to incorporate in your life into your health and wellness goals. Um, so for today's episode, I wanted to talk about syncing your cycle to your workouts. Um, as we know, when you begin to cycle sync, you will see a brand new you. Um, you're able to just listen to your body and really work with her, you know, work with her needs and become the best self you're able to give of yourself a lot more because you know the days that you need to rest you know the days that you'll have more energy and you overall just know yourself better so that you can show up for others that are in your life um, in a better way as well so if you're a workout girly you can see how this works for you Um, i'd love to hear some of your feedback Um, I do know a few people who um, actually sync their cycle to their workout and they have seen improvement. So if you try this um, and if you're trying the syncing your cycle with your nutrition, um, please give some feedback on how that's going for you. I definitely would love to hear that. 
So beginning to sync your workouts to your cycle, we're going to begin with the menstruation period. It's what you've been waiting for the entire month. Um, and every cycle begins with menstruation. So this is a time where we've talked about in the past, you want to be prioritizing rest. I know for some people, they're like, rest, what is that? I have to work. I work nine to five. And that's all fine. That's okay. Um, but you want to prioritize rest around, you know, those times when you have to be doing things. Um, so if you don't have to go to the gym, don't go to the gym. Or if you go to the gym, just do a simple walk on the treadmill. You know, don't overwork yourself. This is a time your body really needs to rejuvenate. And you can do that by doing some light walks, going to the park even, um, anything that's kind of like a light movement. So yoga is really good. Um, stretches, if you don't have like a yoga teacher, stretches are really good. One stretch um, that I really love is the pigeon pose. It is so, it, it really opens up your hips. It's so relaxing. Um, if your cramps are really severe this is a pose that's good to help relieve some of that lower back pain um, another good pose is also the frog pose you can do both of these you know interchangeably with you know like cat stretches the downward dog anything that you would do in yoga <laughs> but beginning to incorporate that kind of that kind of workout is good for your body because it still allows it to not break a sweat you know, um, so in this way, you're still getting movement, but it's more in a relaxed manner. Um, this is also a good time to pamper yourself, take care of yourself, go to the sauna, do a massage, um, and no, you don't have to always pay for something. You can do at-home self-massage. It's very good on the body. It's very good on the spirit, honestly. Um, when you take the time to, you know, go over each one of your limbs, your arms and your legs and your stomach, and you really take the time to be grateful, you know, at that moment, thank God for your body, that your body's going through this process that, you know, you're hoping to have children one day, or you're grateful for the children that you did have already, um, that you're hoping that you can use your body to do good and that you can raise your children well or treat yourself well or treat your companions nicely um whatever it is you can you know do these things at home as well i don't want you guys to be put off like oh she's talking about going to the sauna and going to the gym and you know if whatever you have the whatever your financial goals are right now that is separate you can manage to do things at home and that are still good for your body good for yourself and good for your well-being so think about that because an at-home body massage is such a nice thing as well um, you know light a candle and just pamper yourself you know give yourself a facial give yourself um, you know a deep condition whatever it is that's going to help you to really um, let yourself go for a moment I think that's really good to focus on and so any light workouts will be great for your menstruation phase. The next phase, we all know if you've been listening to the podcast, it's the follicular phase. Um, this is a phase directly after your menstruation and you still have low testosterone, um, but your hormones are beginning to build back up slowly. Um, so this is a good time to focus on some light cardio. 
Um, as you can see, last time it's, you know, the menstruation phase is light movement. Now it's light cardio. You don't want to go full force just getting off of your cycle, you know, um, your menstrual cycle. Uh, so you want to still be taking the time to listen to your body, seeing if you still need rest, prioritizing rest if you do. Um, but you can begin to do some of that light cardio, um, Zumba even. You can up yourself on your, up your levels on the treadmill. Um, uh, this is a good time for a jog, for hiking, um, even flow yoga. If you guys have ever done that, I love a good flow yoga. It just makes me feel so in tune with my femininity. <laughs> It's so um, refreshing, you know, it really kind of like brings out the woman in you. I feel, I love that. If you've never tried it, you can, you should look it up, see if it's in your city, try it. Um, it's a lot of fun. But you want to do workouts that are not requiring you to use so much stamina. Um, so anything that's light sweat building, um, some even try water aerobics is really good for this follicular phase. Um, just something that's light, you know, you might get a little sweat, maybe not, um, but you're still getting yourself back out there. So the next phase is the ovulation phase. And this is the biggest part of your cycle. Um, it's how you know that you're going to be menstruating in two weeks. <laughs> um, most people don't feel their ovulation phase, um, so but some people do. I have a very close friend who always feels every month, and I'm like, that's crazy. She's very in tune with her body. Um, but this is a good phase to up those uh, workouts. You can now go back to like high intensity interval training. Um, you can really maximize like circuit training, swimming, um, try a spin class. It's a really good time to try a spin class or try something that you've never tried before in terms of working out. This is a good time to do it. Um, kayaking, canoeing, paddle boarding. Um, it's always good to do those kinds of really high intense workouts during this phase because your body is at its peak, it has its most energy, um, and you're kind of invincible. This is like your invincible time and you really wanna take advantage of that um, during this time of the month so that you can feel the best while you're doing these crazy activities. Um, keep it up with the hiking, you can keep it up with a nice jog or a Zumba. Um, you can still do those workouts during this time. It's really good to kind of feel how your body's reacting to those workouts and um, use this time to your advantage. If there was any time during the month, I would say that you're like superwoman. I would say it's your ovulation phase. Um, like I said, you're pretty much invincible. Nothing can stop you. Um, and so this is a good time to just get out your shell, try new things go crazy with it and um, see how your body is doing um, with those changes that you've you know, begun to make. This is a really good time to do um, weight training as well if you're into um, strength training and building yourself up. Um, this is a good time to begin that as well. Um, the next phase is the luteal phase and this is the last phase of the cycle. Um, you're Beginning to weaken, again, your body's energy levels are starting to drop. Your body's preparing itself for menstruation. And so with that, you're going to start to tone down the exercises. 
Um, I would still keep them pretty high intensity until a few days before your menstrual cycle just because it's really good to get your body prepared for menstruation. Like I said, that's the time you really want to prioritize rest. So with ovulation and the luteal phase, you want to kind of build yourself up and build up your strength as much as you can. So this is a really good time to also continue with strength training, um, try some intense yoga, any light to moderate exercise is really good. Um, you can really incorporate yourself like um, going from moderate exercises that you're doing in your ovulation phase and then lowering down what you're doing back into light stuff like yoga. So I would go from like strength training, weight training, um, circuit training and stuff down into like Pilates and yoga and maybe some... Um, walks out to nature some light jogs anything like that i would say it's a really good time to release the tension that you might begin to build up this is a really high emotional uh, week for most women and so anything that's going to help you to release those emotions release that you know that stress that can be building up um, any emotions and stuff that you might have it's a good time to kind of get that stuff out and released so then you can recuperate and rejuvenate yourself back during your menstruation phase. Um, and this is a good time to emphasize meditation. Um, like I was just saying, with your emotions being so high, um, when you maybe elongate your meditation during this period for um, you know 10 more minutes or 15 more minutes, you can see a lot of changes with just how you are able to show up um, because you're holding space for yourself during such a transitional period in your month um, so definitely take that into account as well with all of these workouts I would say that it's so important to ask for help if you need it um, I really want the key takeaway for today's episode to be that it's okay to get help it's okay to get assistance so that you can reach your goals faster um, I have touched on it previously but just to reiterate that getting a trainer getting a coach, getting a nutritionist. Um, these are people who are in their fields to help you and they're in their fields to help you reach your goals and to make your goals attainable. Um, the only thing that you have to do is hire them and then be consistent and stay dedicated to whichever program that they decide is best for you and your health goals. Um, but it really can change how you show up for yourself by just getting a coach you know someone who's mapping something out and saying hey you know based on what you want to do we're able to do that you're able to reach this goal this is what we need to do here's our plan and then you have someone who's holding you accountable and helping you stick to that plan you're gonna see your results much faster you know rather than waiting six months to see results you'll see them in three or rather than waiting a year to see results you'll see them in eight months um but you always do better by having a group, having a team, having people that are rooting for you behind you. Um, as much as our society tries to portray, you know, the lone wolf type thing, um, for people in general, but especially women, we just thrive together. So I'm just going to encourage you to find your group, find your people who are in your niche who like the things that you like, who are interested in, you know, doing cycle syncing or 
maybe they're not even cycle syncing, but they go on walks every day or they go to the gym, you know, two times a week or whatever it may be. Find people that are trying to do the same things as you and having that group helps you to remain consistent, helps you to remain motivated on those days when you're really feeling down and can really give you the support that you need um, to reach those goals that's been a little bit unreachable. You know, I feel like everybody has something that they're working on and you will see progress faster when you're working with a group. So that's my key takeaway for today. I hope you all enjoyed listening to today's episode. I really enjoyed putting it together for you. And, and thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's topic and I hope it gave you some food for thought. Be sure to subscribe and share our podcast with others. You can find us on the Anchor app as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow our sponsor at Jawahar Life on Instagram. And until next time, keep embracing your gift of life.